We are back this morning with our congressman here in the 7th District of Missouri, Congressman Eric Burleson. How are you this morning, sir? Hey, good morning, Alex. Good to be back home. Good, good to have you here. Good to have you on the show. Um, we're going to go to something petty before we get down to nitty-gritty, if that's all right with you. Sounds good. <laughs> Did Kevin McCarthy really elbow a fellow congressman in the kidney? Give us the inside skinny. <clears throat> I don't know. I wasn't there when that happened. I was in that hallway. I will say that is a tight hallway where when somebody's giving an interview and, they, and the, they've got the press around them, it's annoying because you just want to get back to your office and you have to like push your way through all these press. So who knows? Maybe there was, you know, maybe there's some jostling that occurred, but, um, but Tim Burchett is also a man of his word. I think that if he felt like he had a shot to the kidneys, he probably did. See, my thought on it is like, especially with you saying it's a tight hallway, like if you're just walking, like, was it really a shot? Because when you watch the video, um, Timmy's like, Hey man, excuse me. Kind of like, you know, that. And then wasn't it the reporter saying, did he just do that to the kidney? So it's like, did that reporter put it in his mind that he actually punched him? And, you know, cause isn't McCarthy, I mean, he's not a man's going to lie like that. Would he? I mean, is that his? No, nature? no. And I don't think, that, I just don't think McCarthy, it's in his nature to do that yeah. either. Kind of crazy, but Hey, you know, now, now, now I think it is in his nature to probably you know, spend millions of dollars to go against somebody. <laughs> okay. <can't> yeah, that, <laughs> that's a different point there. So that's purely irresponsible speculation. So let's get down to some nitty gritty, if you will, the nitty gritty. So um, was that from um, Nacho Libro, the nitty gritty? So anyway, I think so. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, I'm, ran- I'm random on that stuff. But so the Senate or excuse me, the House, you guys are um, you guys have avoided the government shutdown. And um, hopefully we're not going to get to one of these another big omnibus bills. Tell us what you guys are doing and how you guys avoided this um, the government shutdown. So they put together a plan. We talked about it last week. Um, it was my hope that they would have some kind of conservative measure on there that we could do maybe something to fix the border or, um, you know, resolve the Israel funding situation with some kind of pay for. But that, that didn't happen. Instead, Mike Johnson chose to... Um, to go the path that I think is the path he knew that that he uh, one card that he knew that he could play, which is do a clean CR, even though it's a two step, it's a clean CR into January past Christmas. So um, it, I've already voted against every CR that has come to the floor. Uh, Kid could not possibly vote for something like that, and, and so did ninety members of of, uh, of the Republican Party. We're not willing to vote for that. But I think that that's the card that he had to play. What I did not appreciate is that he, in that move, they also renewed a program called the, you know, the farm bill, which we want to support our farmers, but they, the Democrats have loaded up the farm bill to the point where it's 80 plus percent um, food stamps or SNAP. And the Biden administration has doubled the number of enrollees on SNAP yeah. by through through administrative rule changes. And I want to I want to undo those changes. I want to roll those back and, and p- implement the work requirements that the Clinton administration and, and Newt Gingrich negotiated in the 90s. But today, Joe Biden has basically undone all of that. 
And, and I think that we, we owe it to the American people to, to not renew the farm bill unless we fix that. Yeah. You know, thanks for your explanation on that because, um, you know, farm bills got some good stuff in it, but you know, a lot of us are with you on the snap, the food stamps. And again, this is just a continuation of Obama because when Obama became president, he basically doubled, um, the number of people that were on food stamps. And a lot of times, um, I'll say this, that with the farm bill, this is rural white, but when, when, um, Obama did it, it was mainly black folk. He just, that's not how to help Americans by giving them more government entitlements and handouts. And so thank you for your work on that. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think that you're ever going to, there's studies that show that you, there's no amount of aid to, to people in poverty that you can do that will actually lift them out of poverty. And so it, it, it doesn't work that way. And a lot of times, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I don't, what I really don't, don't appreciate is that we're providing aid to people who are able bodied and young. So we're talking about people that are not disabled. They, they have no mental disabilities. They should be working for all intents and purposes, but for some reason they're not working. And, and I don't, I think in a way, sometimes you got to kick people out of the nest. Come on, you gotta now. say, you know, you got to say, go fly. You got to get out there. It's because um, they all think that they have some sort of mental illness that doesn't let them work and they can't get out of bed in the mornings. And they all think that they're like autistic or way too ADHD to to work. They literally claim that those are the reasons why they can't work. And that's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Hey, anybody can go and be a greeter at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Like you can work your rump. If you can't work full time, yeah. let's work you for 20 hours a week. There are Down well, syndrome kids who are working and doing better jobs than some of the teenagers that work at fast food restaurants right now who literally couldn't care less about you, their jobs. You know, you know who ought to make for the people that uh, decide who's disabled or who qualifies for disability or not are people that, that are um, quadriplegics, paraplegics. A lot of them, most of them want to work. They want jobs. And many of them do have jobs and are out there working. And to me, the, a person who doesn't want to work, who has, who has, you know, no disability whatsoever, should have to look those people in the eye and say, "I can't find a, I can't find a reason to work." That's I can't good. Find a way to work, Congressman. That's good right there. That's real good. Have a look them in the eye. So, hey, let me switch gears on you a little bit. You know, we've been talking about and covering this story about TikTok, and I'm saying now officially ban it, ban it completely. We had um, Tim Jones on it. He's saying the same thing. Um, I'm going to play you this clip by Congressman, or, or excuse me, Representative Mark or Mike Gallagher, and I'm going to play this, and I want to get your thoughts on it. It was viewed as a grant of authority to the executive branch. The other is because TikTok has spent millions of dollars on a lobbying effort designed to lull members of Congress into inaction. This should be a call to action, though. The hate we're seeing spewed against Jewish Americans on TikTok should remind us of the basic facts. And the fact is that this app, which increasingly young Americans get their news from this app, this is the source of news and could become the dominant news platform in America, is controlled by a Chinese company that is at the behest of the Chinese Communist Party. And if you don't think the Chinese Communist Party could or would weaponize that platform to spread anti-American propaganda, to divide Americans against Americans, to increase division in this country, then you're not paying attention to what... So, Congressman, my question is, what can what can you guys do in Congress to protect um, our kids from this dangerous influence of TikTok? 
Yeah, I think that there was once a time where we thought that TikTok was a threat because the Chinese government, we knew that they were harvesting information about our about us and our young people. Um, and, and so that's why we, we, you know, banned it in the military and banned it um, for federal employees. But I don't think we ever thought that it would be used to the extent that it's being used to brainwash um, young, our young people into the, uh, into the political views of the, of the communist party and, and really to undermine America. So when you look at when they pull the young people in America, 18 to 24 who are on TikTok, 51% of them feel that the attack on Israel was justified, Mm. that Hamas was justified to attack Israel. Now think about that, that Hamas was justified to go and kill innocent people, civilians, to kidnap them, to rape women, to slaughter babies, that that's justified. Ridiculous. Because because they're getting their news on TikTok and because the Chinese Communist Party is allowing for Iran to to fund Hamas-related political propaganda, you know, and they're not doing it like this is an ad from Hamas. They're, they are, you know, they're working through agencies that then work through political influencers to, to spread this message. And they're all naive. Yep. And, and our young people are being, uh, are, are being played and brainwashed yeah. uh, for this. Man, you're so right. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do, Congressman. I'm going to take a little bit personal. I just got two more little thoughts, and then we're going to bring these back here locally and personally. So I think you're kind of with me on this TikTok with um, Tim Jones. I, I need you to speak to one of your constituents. She may be sitting in the um, the booth right next to me. T- convince her to delete TikTok <laughs> off of her phone. Alex? Oh, did I say that out loud? I didn't say your name, Cass. I just said, what, do you, what words of wisdom do you have for a Congressman? <laughs> hey, I gave up TikTok for Lentz in solidarity with my Catholic friend, Tim Jones. 40 full days. <sighs> Oh wow, Cass! I, you're, I, you know, I thought a lot more of you until this moment. Can you? Oh. Well, we're just messing. Hey, I have to know what they're saying so that I can report back. That's exactly right. All right, let me switch the gears. We have a pool here, Congressman. We'd love to you to get on this. Cass is due on December 11th. All right, what day are you saying she's going to have her baby? Oh man, that's good. Um, I think it's going to come early. I think that's um, terrifying. <laughs> Everybody said it. Kevin. That's what Tim said too. Yeah. My, my guess is December 5th, December 5th. We got to write that down. <laughs> right. December 5th. 5th. So, hey, Tim said the 10th, right? Tim said the 10th. He yeah. said Cass yes. is never, he said Cass is never late to anything. So it's going to be early. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, Hey, when you're here this, um, in the district this weekend, what do you got going on? You're going to be at any events that you want to maybe, um, let the people know about. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, <clears throat> I've got a lot of, family-related things this weekend. Sadly, we were going to a funeral. Um, I've got um, meetings um, today. Both, I've got the Southwest Young Republican Holiday Party tonight. Woot, woot. There we go. <laughs> and that is going... You want to advertise that, Cass? Heck yeah, 6.30 p.m. at the VFW Hall in Ozark. We're going to have great food. It's a free event. Come out to hear... Your Congressman Eric Burleson speak as long, along with State Senator Curtis Trent, Americans for Prosperity. Uh, super excited. Thank you so much for coming and sponsoring the event. Hey, and now I just want to clarify, 
it's young Republicans sponsored, but youth on this event is um, subjective, right? If you're young at heart, can they be there? Yes, you're encouraged yes. to be there at any age. All right. I, I agree. I, I feel young. I feel like a young Republican still, and I'm 47. <laughs> hey, man, Congressman, thanks for all that you do. Thanks for being there and the sacrifice you make, traveling back and forth to D.C., um, making all the votes, dealing with all the craziness going on there. We appreciate you. And, hey, if I couldn't be there, I'm glad it's you. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. All right. Hey, man. Thanks. for Keep up the good work. So God bless. Well, there you have it. Our very own Congressman Eric Burleson from 7th District. He's going to be at um, the Young Republicans event tonight at Cass. Give me the deets one more time. 6.30 p.m. The VFW Hall in Ozark right off the square. Good food. Good company. It's going to be a good time. Everyone's invited. Every single one of you guys. So, hey, we have um Coach Chuck Heppler, Evangel um, Crusaders, he's going to be with us talking about his undefeated season. And then coming up, what we're going to be um, talking about here next is, man, the DOJ. The report's coming out that they may not be charging President Biden for these um, crime or for his um, document handling. We'll talk about that right after local news.